Welcome to the San Diego News Fix. I'm Christy Totten. A highly contagious avian bird flu is spreading across the country, and officials at the San Diego Zoo and San Diego Zoo Safari Park are taking steps to prevent any of the 3,700 birds in their care from getting infected. Karen Kucher covers the zoo for the UT. Karen, what do we need to know about this bird flu? So um, I talked with the San Diego Zoo um, because they are in the process of uh, kind of getting ready in case this highly pathogenic avian influenza, the strain is H5N1, uh, makes it to California. It, uh, it's spreading across the United States and it was first detected in wild birds uh, in late December and early January in North and South Carolina. And it has now spread to more than 30 states. And on Saturday, it got as far west as Utah. So it's, uh, it's heading this way. Um, for right now, uh, the San Diego Zoo and Safari Park are uh, just sort of getting ready, getting their uh, steps and their preventative steps in place and trying to decide what they're going to do if it shows up. Um, but there's a concern that it, it, it's just spreading across the country and they think that it, it probably will get to California. Um, the, the zoo and Safari Park um, have more than 3,700 birds. Um, some of them are rare and endangered. And so they just want to make sure that they're gonna be protecting uh, the birds in their collections. Um, what happens when a bird contracts this virus? I mean, can they be cured? So it is a flu that uh, wild birds uh, carry it. Um, wild aquatic birds tend to be the ones, gulls and geese and ducks, they're hosts for this. Uh, and they tend to, uh, it tends to spread to other types of birds. Um, it's very deadly and very uh, bad for um, poultry, commercial poultry, chickens and turkeys and uh, commercial backyard poultry farms get really hit hard by this. And because it's very infectious, the USDA will order all the birds on a farm killed if testing indicates that some of the birds have this. So the concern is uh, it's highly infectious. And even if it doesn't make some of the wild birds sick, they're gonna be able to spread it. And um, so the USDA said that um, although they order all the birds on a farm to be killed when it's found on a farm, they won't take that approach when it comes to a zoo because um, zoos have highly endangered rare birds. So if a bird turns out to be infected at a zoo, um, the USDA said that the, the zoo can work with the state veterinarian's office and that there are uh, treatments and um, medication and, and things that they can do to sort of uh, treat the birds that are infected and also try to keep it from spreading to other birds. Um, the big concern is that this, uh, it's been spreading across Again, poultry farms, but um, last Thursday, the USDA announced that it had detected it in two zoos 
in captive birds in two zoos. Um, they haven't said which zoos they're in, but I mean, that's the big concern. That's the big fear. Mm. What is the zoo doing to protect their birds and are they confident that the measures they put in place will help? One of the things that they're, they're trying to do is um, protect their birds by keeping them from being exposed to wild birds. Um, so some of the measures that they're looking at uh, are doing things like um, uh, the flamingo pond at the San Diego Zoo, one of the first things that you see when you walk in the, the main entrance, um, they're looking at whether they can enclose that uh, with netting. Uh, so um, that would keep uh, the birds in the enclosure that they're in, but it would also keep the wild birds from being able to go and interact. Um, you know, the zoo has a lot of, uh, it, the zoo is a very popular place for birds. Um, freeloader birds uh, love living anywhere within flying distance of a zoo. If you think about it, you know, they've got these great big ponds of water and, you know, kind of unlimited food, right? So if you're a bird and you've got a zoo that's anywhere nearby, you're probably going to want to go hang out there and maybe have lunch every day or something. So the zoo is looking at trying to make the zoo and safari park less attractive to, um, to wild birds. So maybe they will drain ponds that they have so that, that those water features aren't there. Um, right now they might put uh, food trays out un for unlimited feeding. Um, they're gonna limit that. They're just gonna have the food trays out for a, a specific period of time have their the zoo birds go and eat from that and then put the food away. So it's not going to be as attractive as appealing to, uh, to those, those wild uh, freeloader birds that might come in and might be able to um, spread disease when they, when they show up. Um, other things that they're looking at that they've done before, because uh, this is not the first time that there's been um, bird diseases that the zoo has tried to protect their species from. Um, Newcastle disease is another one that has gone, uh, they had Newcastle disease in San Diego County, I believe in 2003. And at that time they shut down the walkthrough aviaries um, and they would, uh, they had vendors or suppliers that came that maybe go to farms or other places. They would go and uh, disinfect the bottoms of the truck because they don't want people to be bringing in virus that they might pick up someplace else. Uh, the zoo already has um, disinfecting baths that their staff will step into before they go into uh, bird enclosures. They already uh, quarantine animals in order to try to prevent the spread of disease. Um, but they're talking about sort of stepping up these measures uh, if, if this is something that they're trying to prevent if it comes to California. Another thing that the, the zoo is looking at is, in terms of protecting birds is, you know, some of their enclosures are just too vast, too big uh, in order that they can't really net them. They can't really put a tent over them. So uh, in some cases, they're going to have to bring those birds inside to protect them um, so that they really have no exposure to uh, wild birds that, that could be carrying this. And so uh, they say that they have plenty of space that they have available either in enclosures that are already indoors or uh, enclosed or um, spaces where they quarantine animals. 
Um, they won't have to build anything, but they're, you know, they're kind of looking at their collections and just trying to figure out what are they going to do to try to protect every bird that they're responsible for. Is there any concern that H5N1 could spread to humans? Well, that's, that's a really good question. Um, the CDC right now says that the risk to the general public is low. Um, you know, there are, I, I am not a scientist and I'm not a medical writer, but there's lots of different strains and substrains of these influenza viruses. But this one, as of now, uh, they say that the risk to the general public they think is low, um, which doesn't mean that it's zero. And they tell people, you know, if you come across a dead or a dying bird, you know, don't handle it and try to reduce your, your exposure to, uh, to birds, especially as this is kind of happening, so. Okay, well, any, anything else, anything that you'd like to add? Uh, you know, I think just, um, I started, uh, started reporting on this a little over a week ago, and just in that time period that I was tracking this and paying attention to it, I've just been really um, surprised at how quickly it's spreading. And um, at one point, you know, I was told by, by San Diego, zoo folks that, you know, hey, at least it's still on the other side of the Rockies. Well, Saturday it was in Utah. So, um, you know, it's just, uh, I think we've all been sort of aware of uh, potentially dangerous viruses the last couple of years. And, you know, I am, uh, I am concerned for the, the birds because of what's happening right now. So, well, Karen, thanks so much for this information. Okay. Thank you.